The key to success on the field and in your backyard is a comprehensive game plan. So if you're building a fence or a deck this year, trust a Terkstra coach to design, quote, or order the right materials for your project. Visit a Terkstra Lumber near you to learn more. From the Ticats Audio Network, this is the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Welcome to the last Coach O Show with Luke Tasker for the 2022 season. The Ticats coming off of the Eastern semifinal loss in Montreal. Coach, it's just never easy to end a season uh, without without winning that last game. And I can say that the only time I ever won the last game of my season was the year that we didn't make the playoffs. And we won a meaningless game in week 21. Of course, your team was hoping to go to Sask this year. Uh, and, and the loss in Montreal, uh, I'm sure it's still fresh coach, but it's tough. No matter, no matter how, no matter how it happens, no matter how you play, it's tough to end the, end the year on the loss. Yeah. It's uh it's a terrible feeling. It's definitely not fun. You know, disappointed. It's a, it's a new day, you know, um, so many things to be proud of. And, but ultimately there's one goal, you know, we don't have a desire to compete. We had a desire to win championships and, you know, there'll be two more teams that are disappointed this week and then another one the week after. And that's what's the beauty of sports. As long as they keep score, there's only going to be one champion. Um, so disappointed, but also proud of a lot of things um, in a lot of different aspects of the organization and uh, the actual football team. In the Montreal game specifically, it looked for a second there, Montreal got off to a really great start, but it looked like your team was going to make a run and potentially uh, put it together in that third and fourth quarter to, to come back and gain the lead. Um, is that sort of a one of those games where maybe you just kind of ran out of time? Well, you know, it's easy to, you know, you're all, we're always going to be optimistic. Um, I did feel like the momentum was going to turn, and when it did, we were going to have to take full advantage of it. Mm -hmm. And I thought we had an opportunity. We made it an eight-point game there. Yeah. And even though we did rough, had a roughing call there, we stopped them on a third and one, which is just as good as a turnover, giving the offense the ball at, you know, midfield virtually. And, you know, we weren't able to capitalize there. Defensively, we got off to a slow start. I thought we really hunkered down in the second half. I mean, I know they got three at the end, but basically held them to three points. Mm -hmm. Um we weren't good enough that in that area in the first half. And I just feel like uh, this is one of those odd games, Luke, where, you know, we, even when we played together, we the emphasis was always, if you're going to win consistently, you better try to win at least two out of three phases. And in those odd games where you can get three out of three, that's usually a lopsided score. Mm -hmm. And I really felt like we didn't even grasp one of the phases in that game. And, you know, the reasons and that I thought we were prepared and, and that sort of thing. We just didn't play well enough to advance. It's, it's that, it's really that simple. And when you don't, you're not able to dominate, you know, a couple of the phases, you're leaving it up to chance. And we just weren't good enough on that day. Mm -hmm. And I take that to mean, you know, it was tough to find offensive rhythm in the game, of course, especially early on. Yeah, we're just strong believers in, and you know this, Luke, and I know I keep phrasing it, but it's just, not a lot's changed, you know. The game is the game is the game, right? Mm -hmm. And we truly look at things like the, our offense is playing the other team's offense. 
yeah. and our defense is playing the other team's defense and special teams. And I know to some listeners that may just sound completely odd. Like, what do you mean? The offense has got to stop the other team's or be better than the other team's defense. And they, that is true in essence. But I feel like if they the other team scores, the offense job is to match that. And yeah. if the defense, if their defense is stopping our offense, then our defense job is to stop the defense. And that's that's how you keep things aligned and the process complete. And you, in my opinion, that's how you um, prevent division mm. uh, on a football team. Like you just say, if you, okay, if you're the best defense, then be better than their defense. Mm. If you're the better offense, then be better than their offense. Yeah. No, that's always that's made that that way of visualizing a football game has always made sense to me. Our our offense has to be better than their offense. The special teams is of course a really tangible, you know, because your special teams actually does play their special teams right like on the field. Yeah. So like that 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 analogy really makes sense in the kicking game and you know Montreal had that you know sort of more success maybe than any other team in the return game uh uh, uh on on that in that semifinal. And then offense, of course, just kind of struggled to find that rhythm. But to me, what, what stood out was your defense in the second half. I mean, it really was a, was an entirely different looking uh, style. Can you speak to maybe some changes that were made in that game defensively for you? Well, I just think our execution was a little bit better. We we did change a little things, a couple things internally. Um, the other thing is, is is some guys just made plays, right? And I think. We still left plays out there defensively. You know, we had them backed up, and I think they, um, I think they had like a twenty-yard run, um, and that yeah. sort of thing. And, and you know, you're, you're asking people to play borderline, quote unquote, perfect, yeah. And that's not going to happen. Um, but sometimes in a game like that, you know, you you got to try to flip the the momentum. And if that means the defense needs to force a fumble or score a touchdown, or the special teams needs to score a touchdown. Um, you know, you're looking to do that in big games, especially when it, the consequence is elimination, you know, and offensively, you know, field goals are great, but in this league, you're going to have to score touchdowns. And that's really was the difference in the first half is, you know, we were down there and had opportunities and we ended up kicking a couple of field goals and end up with a couple of touchdowns. Um, and collectively we were able to scrap and make it a one score game. And, you know, what I love is, you, you look at that last field goal they kicked, and you look at the get off of that defense. And as crazy as it sounds, you know, I believe from being in that room all year that they were going after that ball to block it, scoop and score, go for two, and put this thing into overtime. And mm-hmm. as fairy tale as that sounds, that's the effort that you saw. Those are things to be proud of. Yeah. Um, as we look back on the season on whole, though it's freshly ended and there's sort of that rawness of the season getting cut uh, shorter than you wanted, but is it easy to identify things as, on a whole look back on the season that you're proud of? Oh, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. especially after a beyond slow start uh, in the win column, um, being in the playoffs, quote unquote, for the last however many weeks. Uh, finding our way, being flexible, the resiliency, the response to adversity, the grind of the coaches, the whole organization, the stuff that doesn't show up on game day, um, the willingness of players to pick up after one another, 
put their own bag on the truck. Mm-hmm. Coaches chipping in, therapy chipping in, the bond on the road going for team and staff dinners. That's why we were able to do what we could do down the stretch. Um, the game of football is to be physical and it's to be executed at a high level. And I get all of that. But there's so many other things that we work tirelessly on to be able to build a foundation that is truly sustainable and time-tested. And I could go on and on about the positives. At the end of the day, we weren't good enough. We'll acknowledge the elephants in the room, period. But if you get defined just by the scoreboard, you're going to be disappointed. And you have to take the things along your, the journey and grab what's positive because at the end of the day, the score is the score. And it, it take, take um, Luke, think about our Grey Cup and how disappointing the loss was in Calgary after a historical year, if you will. Mm. Yeah, that team will be defined by that score, but the individuals are all winners. You're a winner. It, I, I dare somebody to talk to me about Luke Tasker not being a winner about Jeremiah Mazzoli not being a winner, Dane Evans not being those your teammates mm-hmm. are winners. That game we did not win. But there's so many we could probably sit down over multiple beers and figure out how positive that season was. Um yeah. it's about championships. Got that. Duly noted. Um we're gonna take a lot more with us than just being defined by the scoreboard. Well Ticat fans of course can have a few things to be proud of as well ending the season five and one you know a large number of all-stars on the team east division all-stars on the team for you on a personal note you were inducted into the hall of fame this season <laughs> do, you, do you does it stand out to you you're not you don't mention it uh when i ask you if something you're proud of well i'd be lying to you um i never played the game Never is a long time, and I know that people could reflect, oh, that's the right thing to say. But I just tried to – the first time I stepped on the field, I just wanted to make the team. And after that, I just wanted – I was so scared to not do my part and be the – I didn't want to be the weak link Mm. that I was going to just grind and get it done. And then you start thinking, okay, I belong. I'm here. I can do this. Um, How can I make the person next to me better? Okay, winning's more fun than losing. Now, wait a minute, you're recognizing me as an all-star? Did I do that good? I mean, I'm just trying to do my job. And then you stack together a few years, and um, all of a sudden, you know, hey, you're a leader. you know got to help us do this and that. And you just kind of – the next thing you know, 12 years passes. Hmm. And you might be aware just through interviews and that sort of thing that maybe you're, you're doing something consistently to be recognized. But to think of all the years that this game's been played – that I don't know when I'm long gone, there's going to be somebody that says, you know, who's that goofy guy with the bald head up there. It just, it's not why you play the game. So I'm honored. And I think the cool thing is, is just being recognized with that team, the teams, the the teammates that you played with, it's everybody says it, but it's the truth. So why can't I say it that you can't do it alone? Like, Mm -hmm. If you don't rush the quarterback and all those guys that shorten their neck for a living, I mean, how good is my coverage going to be? I mean, I got toasted just like everybody else in one-on-ones. So if you <laughs> yeah. think you're that good, then don't give up a completion in one-on-ones as a DB. You know, it, it just doesn't work well. And 
Uh, yeah, I'm proud, Luke. I am proud. I, I feel like I was a hard worker, but I feel like there's a lot of hard workers that don't get recognized in the same way. Um, I felt like I did my best to make others better, try not to take shortcuts, and to be recognized and be able to recognize your teammates does mean something. Thank you for asking. Oh, that's really great. That's a great uh... – it makes me think think about my own career the way that you describe that, and it's really honest and very very humble, but in a in an authentic way. And so I appreciate that. That's that's a, a, a interesting recap of a life of football, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach, your <clears throat> maybe a harder question than 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 what you're proud of. If you as you think back on this 2022 season, is there a particular like a single low point that stands out? Uh, low point. I think low point is just consecutive losses. Mm-hmm. You know, when you feel like internally you're doing the quote unquote right things. Yeah, there's always a play call here or there that you'd want back, or, you know, if this fumble or some tangible things, a physical mistake that happened on the field, um, those type of things. And then you, it's, I just have a, I don't like letting people down. I just, and that's what's not about me or the reflection of me. I know I'm a, you know, I know who I am as a person. I know what I bring to the table as a coach. I know how hard we work and how the players work and their dedication. And when it doesn't show up in the most critical stat, which is the win column, it there's low points in there and it's trying to keep the morale up. And that's why you go back to the foundation is, is it, fluff is it a sign is it or you embody it and those are those are low points and it's it's not about me I sign up for that right there's you know you look at the all-time winningest coach they got the most losses also Hmm. and so it's not like somebody from Vince Lombardi to the rest they it's not like they never lost it's not like that every season was you know an 85 90 percent win percentage you know, and losing's inevitable in this. And when you do it consistently, the thing that's unique about football is if you lose a game, you're usually a loser for seven days. And if you lose two weeks in a row, you, all of a sudden it's a half a month before you've won. And if you lose three in a row, it's 20 something days. Those are low points. And it's how do you bounce back from that? What are you made of? What's your substance? What's the character? It's not just always the physical, it's all the time and prep in between. And so I'd say those were low points when you when you remain a quote unquote losing football team for anywhere from seven to twenty one days can wear on anybody. Mm. Uh, coach, it's it's exit meeting time of year um, at hard every season when you end on on a loss. But have you begun the exit meeting process with players? And can you share a little bit about what your process looks uh, for your organization? Yeah, we always have an open door. I mean, there's you know, logistically, there's a lot of boxes to be checked for the players before they yeah. they leave. And it's it's mainly them checking out with their position coach. Uh, the majority of them will speak to the coordinator. My door is always open. I think uh, I spoke from about one till about 730. So we had a team meeting at one. I was done shortly thereafter. And then probably from two o'clock to seven at night. You know, it's steady. And I really enjoy that because that's how you get better. You get information, debrief. Uh, you learn the appreciation that, that some of these players have. You you just 
it's another step to just it's closure. And I think everybody needs that. So I have more than enough time. In fact, uh, when I get done here, we're going to ramp it back up. And hopefully today I'll remember to eat and hydrate. Um, fortunately, Tamara, you know, our, our DFO was mm-hmm. able to bring me in two quick slices of pizza because I forgot to eat yesterday. But uh, I, it's always tough to say goodbye. You know, every year, Luke, as you know, the team's never the same. Everything's going to look different no matter what it is. And um, we fell short in in winning a championship, but we didn't fall short in a lot of other areas of growth in this organization. Um, we weren't good enough. We'll be better. And that starts, uh, you know, we had a personnel meeting, uh, meet, personnel meeting, uh, you know, with, with Ed and, and Spencer and, of course, Drew. And, you know, we're already talking about uh, things moving forward. And that doesn't mean, like, all the hard decisions, but it already, 2023 already has begun. Hmm. Is there a question that you ask every player when you come in? Is there something you're 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 interested to know from your guys? Nothing more than just the general is you know how was the season for you, mm-hmm. you know, and that's it. And usually it takes on a life of its own. They usually speak. They they always hear me speak, and so I try to I try to be quiet and just you know they usually come in and whether they start with a thank you or they appreciate it and it just kind of takes on a life of its own. So. Um, Sometimes there's cookie cutter questions just to get things rolling, but for the most part, you already know these these guys, and they are going to just be authentic and say how they are. And some of them are sticking around because they miss it, and some of them the car's already running. And so both work. Yeah. Uh, with your coaches, um, are you more so as you wrap up the season? Are you asking for their feedback, or are you providing a performance review? Yeah. So basically it's more about feedback there. You know, I want to hear how, how it went for them. And, mm. um, you know, I think the reflection takes time. You know, I would rather just sit down and write down some notes. Like I could rattle things off the top of my head and that sort of thing. But, um, I was expecting yesterday to be rundown, right? Not, mm. not, uh, exit interviews. So, you know, while you're prepared, I mean, we're not spending an, you know, an inordinate inordinate amount of time, you know, preparing for the exit interviews and the process of that. Uh, rather, it was going down to QEW and finding a way to, to beat Toronto. So, um, you know, I, I do want them to get home to their families and that sort of thing. We've proven you can get a lot of things done uh, with a Zoom call, especially with the COVID season and things like that. And so there's not as, you know, there's different exercises sometimes that are required. You know, are you evaluating every free agent? Are you doing all that? Sometimes people need to step away. So all of, there will be a review and there'll also be their feedback, but it doesn't mean it has to be done within the, you know, 24 to 48 hours when everything's so fresh. Yeah. Um, 2023 camp, that'll start mid-May. It's more than six months out. There's time left. There's time still in 2022. What is your November and December going to look like? Well, this is a little earlier than normal. So to say that I've got it mapped out, I'd be lying to you. (laughs) But I would say that, um, you know, you're cleaning up loose ends. You're you're doing a few things that you're not afforded the time to do, whether it's fine fixtures and details or or big picture things. Uh, You're just trying to get organized, gather your thoughts. Um, You know, it's awesome. I work obviously very closely with, 
with Scott Mitchell and we'll figure out the direction of the organization and and do some strategic things there and just you're afforded a little bit more time to do things a maybe a little bit more thorough than you could if it was rushed, i.e. last year the Grey Cup was late, everything was on fast forward, free agency was there, Christmas was on top of you. It was just a different off season. This one will be afford a little bit more time. So November, um, we'll get our stuff in a row. December, we'll roll. And then, you know, I definitely believe in time away. The work-life balance is uh, pretty much an ultimatum and a non-negotiable, um, as long as they're going to allow me to have a little bit of say-so around here. Um, I think that is equally important. There's a lot of people that make sacrifices in this profession. Um, and to not to let that go unnoticed is a disservice. Yeah. Coach, let's say you're sat down and you're asked, and maybe you will be asked, let's say you're asked to make a list of the top three things that Ticats have to do to win a Grey Cup. What's at the top of your list? Well, we got to take care of the football and we got to take it away. I just, we managed somehow, you know, I really thought we were going to make history. I didn't even know. I mean, I don't know what we were, minus 22. It's uncharted territory. And I really thought we were going to Saskatchewan. Hmm. And I don't know if a team had ever done that. I assume that would make history. I don't know if a team's ever been to the playoffs with a minus 22 ratio. I don't, that's not something we're proud of, but it tells you the resiliency and how, just how much focused we were down the stretch. And it's really an embarrassing statistic. So I would just start right there, Luke, and not make it bigger, try to come up with the cute answer. And mm -hmm. Let's take care of the football and let's get the football. Um, you're going to have to protect the quarterback and get the quarterback number two. And I think, um, you got to prevent touchdowns and you got to score touchdowns. I mean, there's, there's other things I could get you into tangibles about being a physical football team. And, you know, at the end of the day, you got to be healthy too. You're not going to, you're not going to win a ton of games, right? You got to be fortunate in some areas. And I think just look at the teams down the stretch. Um, it just football's a unique game that way, but I'd keep it with those three things right there. That's going to enable us to give us the best opportunity to win consistently, ultimately winning a Grey Cup in 2023. I love it, and I expect a little. I expect maybe an emphasis on the uh, on the uh, ball security uh, 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 presentation and training camp. I expect my pictures, both of good and bad, to be in the presentation. I know I have yes. some bad ones with the ball hanging out, and some that I where I was protecting the football. As a lot of my teammates, I'm sure, will be in that slideshow as well, but. Uh, uh, Coach, why don't we take a break here? A special thanks to Turkster Lumber. They've been a fantastic partner, a fantastic sponsor mm -hmm. for the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker all year. Uh, this episode, like every episode, is presented by Turkster Lumber. Folks, check out all the products and services that Turkster has to offer. That's TurksterLumber.com. And thank you again, uh, Turkster, for all you've done for the Ticats and the Ticat Audio Network. Coach, we're not going to do a fan question for this last episode. All year, it's been great. The fans have been able to ask you questions, and it's been a really interesting part of our episodes here. But I'll just give you a second if you want to sort of address the fan base, our listeners, and sort of in our for our final episode here, just any message you'd like to share for, for uh, Ticat fans. Yeah, as plain and simple as it is, you know, sincere, thank you. Like, it 
without the fans, you know, that it doesn't it doesn't go. This is a sports entertainment business. Let's just say what it is. And it's the support. And we do understand that your week sometimes starts off good and bad based off of how the Hamilton Tiger Cats do. We love the passion. Uh, we want to win just as much. You know, hopefully, uh, while there might have been times that you, whatever, you were disappointed when you went to work on Monday. But hopefully, when you whether you watched a road game or you left Tim Hortons Field, you never saw a Tiger Cat team back down. You never saw us get out physical. You never saw a team quit. And that's what the city of Hamilton, the pride and tradition of Hamilton Tiger Cat football uh, represents. So I uh, hope that you're proud of the effort. Um, we know that the, you know, it's, it's time. It's time. It's past time for a championship. That's duly noted. We understand that. But we have to stay the process and the course. And, hey, every, fans have a right. It's, it's short for a fanatic last time I checked. And got to love that about the CFL in general. I love that about Hamilton. Um, everybody's entitled to their opinion and critiques. And that just to me is just passion. And just know that our passion burns in between these walls the same way. We never take a practice field not trying to get better. We never approach a game hoping to win or trying to compete. We are expecting to win. And so, yeah, to Ticat Nation, thank you for your support. I asked you to stick with us post-game. I uh, felt like you did that. And um, we don't ever not feel supported. So thank you very much. And I'll re- reiterate the same. It is special to have a part of the of the CFL tradition. And it, just like it was special to play, it's special to have this uh, role with the Ticats Audio Network. And coach, it's just been a privilege to speak with you. I've got a, I've got as I hope you realize a great amount of respect for you. And I and I certainly think that a Grey Cup is in the near future for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And I hope that I have uh, some some part in enjoying and on looking to that so coach thank you very much for uh your time this season i appreciate you luke and uh you know that and your family and i just uh i think you do a great job here so thank you for having me on each week uh, albeit uh, i might have been tardy a couple times <laughs> no problem and uh fans listeners just stay tuned in to the ticats audio network for the remainder of the cfl season we're going to continue to put out some interesting content as we move closer to gray cup week uh, and as we close up and, and get some closure uh, for the Ticat season. So thanks to all, Coach. Thanks, and uh, best of uh, luck as you enter the offseason. All right, Luke. I look forward to talking to you this offseason too, buddy. Thank you. Another episode of the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker is in the books. Let us know your thoughts. Email us at gamedayatticats.ca. Coach O and Luke are back next week to discuss the latest from the locker room. Subscribe to the Ticats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.